It's your favorite two idiots. And we are in Pittsburgh. We drove 13 hey, hours. Hey, 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 hey. Speaking of idiots, how about Ty Thompson? Oh, yeah. I guess we should just, you know, dig into this one right away because I'm literally seeing it in my dreams, a.k.a. nightmares because of it because turns out there's another Ty Thompson, and he has some nice flow, and he plays for Hartford. And it's not Ty Hartford. Thompson. Hartford, yeah. Oh, Jersey. not Harvard. No. Oh, Hartford. No, he didn't play for uh, Albany either, you know, and put up like a shit ton of goals with Lyle and Mile. Mile? Miles. The Mile High Club. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. But else, I, I saw his name, and I just took it, and I ran with it. I just... I full-on fucking sprinted with it. We recorded our podcast, and then what happened? I go on Twitter a day later, and I see, oh, the New York Riptide have just signed Ty Thompson, 27, Hartford. Screenshotted it, sent it to you, and I'm like, oh, God damn it, I already fucked up on this thing. Uh, you're not the research guy you thought you were. No, I thought I was a big research guy. Turns out, big failure guy. So we ripped the Band-Aid off in the first one. I guess, you know, there's only room for improvement if you fuck up like that. Well, we can always go down the hill. Let's try not to go down the hill. Yeah, we can go down the hill, except when you're going across Indiana, there's no fucking elevation in it. Uh, a little bit, but not so, a ton. There was like a hill. So, Tony, how was, how was your drive? We drove all the way, actually. We drove from Minneapolis to Pittsburgh with a short stop in Aurora, Illinois. Short, quick five-hour nap, and I got my ass slapped and shell. Yeah, that was not a good look for him. Dude, I played, even played as a Penguins and I lost like 10 to 4. Gosh! I mean, I don't know, I guess the drive was okay. I'm surprised I didn't sleep in the passenger seat. Same, you could have totally just taken a nap. By the way, you might want to talk to the mic a little more. So I'm picking up way more than you are. Yeah, there we go. Something like that. I don't know, I guess the drive was okay. There was a lot of corn, a lot of wheat, and a lot of trees. Dude, Seeing the bison in Wisconsin was neat, though, but that was, like, the first time ever on the trip. You're telling me you didn't want to stop at the Wisconsin Dells and jump in the pool with uh, all the little pissers and the no. calm in the pool? No, I'd rather not do that, thank you for asking. But. Hey, well, somehow, that 06 Chevy Silverado of mine with 220-plus thousand miles on it got us all the way here, put new brakes on it, and my dad put new brakes on it. There was not a doubt in my there was a little doubt in my mind because the check engine light has been on the entire way. Well, I'm glad you didn't say shit because I would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Speaking of shit games today, how about those first few games in the Ivy Elimination Tournament? And that's the whole reason we came out here for. There was a chance I was going to get a play, but... Uh, he was going to play for Omaha, and then it turns out they didn't need any lefty forwards but defensemen, and they ended up getting a guy who played... Yeah, so not a bad pickup for them. No, but much better than you. He kept getting chirped today, though. Every time he hit someone on the board, they just yell, This isn't football, buddy! No, I mean, they have a point. It's not football, but at the same time, he does play pretty decent lacrosse. Which sucks, because like, I love Omaha, their whole branding and all that, but they weren't the hottest team out there today. So are we just going to jump right into the Omaha game, or should we go from top to bottom? Uh, it would make more sense to go chronologically. So, yeah, let's just go chronologically. What was the first game on tap today? Uh, first game. Well, actually, first of all, I thought we were going to come down here, watch some lacrosse and stuff, but no. Yeah, we ended Turns up out the IBLA throws our ass right behind the bench, and they're like, hey, can you guys run clock and stats? And we're like, uh. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I guess so. So Tony's over here running some bougie-ass clock. Pennsylvania, can you get, like, clocks that, like, actually work? Like, not something built in the 1950s. There is not a button to take off penalties. No button to take off penalties. Like, Minnesota, we have that shit down in our ranks. The other thing that pissed me off, they had no cutout. You can't talk through the glass of the guys in the box. No, you have to, like, talk over the glass. Granted, the glass is, like, three feet tall from the boards, which is ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, but none of our refs were over six foot today, I'm pretty sure, so. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So they're on their tippy toes trying to jump out, and they're like, 77 black with the penalty, and we're like, uh, did you say 62 red? Yeah, like, uh, what was that? We can't tell. Uh, right, I thought I saw are, a slashing or a hold, but... We are illiterate, though, too. Yeah, we're not the brightest. That's why I was really surprised. 
It was my first time ever running the shot clock. Not at pretty damn You've long. You've never run a shot clock before? No, dude. I'm a player. Shit, I gotta take you to more games. Well, well, that's why we're here. And I just get yelled at the whole time. Okay. All right, on tap. What was the first game we had today? Uh, first game was at 4:10. The Mooncrest Munitions versus the Grand Rapids Grizzlies. Now, to be completely honest with you, I forgot this entire game. I didn't forget the how. No, because Grand Rapids was in white, Munitions were in their camo. Grand Rapids was in their knockoff, uh... National Pred... Oh, I'm winter classic. I'm partial to the Grand Rapids Grizzlies just because I didn't leave before. Wait, why do I keep calling them Memphis all day today? You weren't calling them Memphis. Yeah, I definitely called them Memphis. <laughs> do you remember I asked them if they were Nashville teams? Yeah, or, and there's a Nashville team, the Nashville Igniters. Yeah, but I thought the Grand Rapids was Memphis, and that's why they were the Grizzlies, and that's why they took the Nashville knockoffs. Oh, I see why, or how you're stupid. Yeah, there's another one of my putting two and two and just jumping to conclusion. So, the Munitions handled the Grizzlies fairly well. It was a 7-3 to three outing for the Munitions. Um, Wait, the Munitions showed up to play today? Yeah, they went 2-0, and all, I believe. Oh, I couldn't see the team the Grizzlies were playing. Oh my god, shut up. Just because they have camo in your uniforms. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about this team. Our buddy Nick Midbo says they are comprised of a lot of Iroquois national guys. Um, I didn't see. I saw a number seventeen white guy on both teams last week. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of Iroquois nationals. I'm like the. I saw the one knockoff helmet with like the wampum belt in the back. Wasn't he on the hyenas? Yeah, he was. Wasn't he? Yeah, the hyenas, because that's where they're because they're from Albany. Yeah. Uh, seven. I gotta admit, this was the first yeah, game. Sam Crum did most of the scoring for the munitions today. I didn't. The reason I didn't pay any attention to this because I was so just pissing myself that I went on a shot clock and I didn't want to f up and have me like reset the clock, reset the clock. I mean, I'm just. They like, didn't do that up until the main game, though, for the most part. Yeah, and I have a bone to pick with them. I won't be a dick. I uh, I didn't say it this time. This time it wasn't me to add the little ticker for me saying we'll get into that later. Oh, um, yeah, that's the other thing. I gotta stop saying, we'll get into that later. Munitions. Yeah, it was a whole lot by Sam Crum today. Didn't, uh, I guess in the second game, Heron's, or their second game, uh, the Munitions, that is, went off Heron Snow number 40. Uh, he had like two goals in the first 30 seconds of the game. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, Once other than that, the Munitions didn't make a whole lot of noise. They handled all of their opponents pretty well. Who did they play in the second game? Actually, we'll just go in chronological order. Yeah, we'll Next game of the day. Uh, Philadelphia Funk versus Albany Hyenas. And oh my god, I hate the Hyenas uniforms and the Funk uniforms. The Funk uniforms are ugly. And they're from Philadelphia, so I hate them with a burning passion. And the Hyenas are crimson red, silver, and what looks to be glow-in-the-dark green. I kind of like them. Okay, but then you look at their like uniforms... On the shoulders, they have, like, cheetah spots, but their shorts are tiger stripes. Yeah, that's a little messed up. But the color combos, it's it's there. Did you hear their bullhorn? Was it the... <laughs> was it Matt Gaudet? It was the fucking Lion King theme song. Did it go, ah, I pointed it out to you. Bro, we've been up since 5 in the morning. Right. Okay, I'm a little slow, and I'm a little sober. <laughs> Uh, I got some girls that I know because I was pre-swiping. Thanks to Tinder and COVID, you can mark your location anywhere. I can, I can ask around. I got hey, some. no free sponsors, but can Tinder sponsor just you, like your half of this podcast? Uh, no free ads, but we should definitely get them. This is the only free ad I will give out. And that's because it came in, well, like, so far it's coming in clutch for me. So, um, Minnesota's versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies uniforms are dope. Then we got to the Hyenas versus the Funk. Which, uh, the hyenas came out passing insanely well. The hyenas can start. pass behind the back Dude. like no one else. And they move it quick. They zip that ball around. They just can't shoot for shit. Well, they... n- neither could the Funk in the first game. The Both first teams game, had a ton of opportunities, but you'd get a wide open look, throw a fake, and then you just shank it right past the top right corner. Shoots just like you and Craig tells you to pull it. I still have the video where Craig told me to pull it, and I sniped. Doesn't count because you can't hear him. Or, uh, okay, whatever. But put it on the Instagram. Let's see what happens. That we haven't put anything on yet. But, I mean, and then, it ended tight. They never did Philly pull away in the 
second and third period. Yeah, that was only a 6-3 to three final there. That game also started out insanely chippy. Like, right away... Yeah, I thought there was going to be a fight there. It's like, wait, the first 30 seconds, they were throwing... Some guy lost his helmet pretty much. They are throwing hands and chucking knocks, and then the refs kind of yelled at them, and then they just kind of simmered down. Which game did the one player get... Oh, that was at the end of the... Wheat Kings, Kings game. game, yeah. We'll get to that. I, am not, I didn't just say that. <laughs> we got to start cutting all this. Or just get a ticker, guys, and count how many times we say this shit, and then just make fun of us. There's just a lot to go over, and we're going to get the podcasts instantly eat my ass. Yeah, we're ripping the bandaid off, you know? We'll get, we'll get there. We're having fun with it, though. That's all that matters. No, it's not all that matters. This is a shit. We're in Pittsburgh for the big C word. We are getting the big C word right now. Hey, it's midnight. We got to be up in a few hours. Um, we have to be up by like 7, and okay. we've been up since 5, and the only... Anything else for... I'm going to cut you off again. Sorry about it. Are we going to continue on with the Punk Hyenas, or are we going to do that? No, I think that's pretty much that. Well, the later games are once started getting better. Okay. Quick recap of Punk Hyenas. Uniforms. Hot garbage. Gameplay, passing great, scoring sucked. Started really chippy, and the refs kind of calmed them down. Dude, those... It's the one game they listened to. I love the refs out east because the Minnesota refs are... I can't describe them. They're like... Well, the Chickens first... The first, heads cut off. We the first period, period... Yeah, first period's field across. You can't set any picks. you got to be still. And then they get... Really strict, and then go to girls lacrosse for the second period. And then in the third period, it's like you know what? We're just gonna throw AJ in the fucking box again. Yeah. So because he looked at me funny. Across. So that's our box across. When I'm out east, I'm like, I think Tony looked at me, and I was like a like a little school school kid. No, what's the saying I'm looking for? School girl. Yeah, I was like a little school girl. Just, you were just like looking dude, up to the older I, men. I was yeah, I was just all giddy and happy. I was like, oh my god, it's chippy. And you're like, I don't want to put in penalties. And I'm like, but I like watching them hit each other. Dude, putting in penalties is infringement, especially when I can't take off penalties. Dude, I know. They'd be yelling at us. They're like, what are you gonna do? We're like, just let it run out. You guys are five. We know what's going on. Okay, uh, Axe Arbin Stampede versus the Louisville Canards. Axe Arbin is Nebraska backwards, and Canards is French for ducks. A.K.A. my best childhood memories when Kennard goes, Wild Wing, your team captain now. What the fuck is Kennard? You've never seen the Mighty Ducks, the cartoon? I loved it, but... Kennard was the original captain. And then when he's falling out of the ship... I watch it episode for episode. I saw glimpses of it. I'm like, oh my god, Robot Ducks. I love this shit. I was like four. Dude, he goes, Wild Wing, your team captain now. And he takes off his like Ducks mask and he hands it to him. And he falls into like the abyss. You gotta watch it. Okay, so actually, <laughs> so actually, then, uh, dude, to start this game, Canards came out and they just put up goals right away. It was like Wednesday night was butt plug night in hockey, and they were. I don't even know how to go off of that. Uh, let me pull up the score. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to go out of that. I know the uh the stampede made a quick comeback there at the end it ended up closer than i thought it was gonna be yep so in the last oh shit oh the canard started taking a couple bad penalties because they even gave up the penalty shot they had three penalties in a row they had two guys a lot of penalty shots today there was three of them yeah and only i don't think any of them went in tanners didn't tanners didn't the one dude i have the video where you don't crossbar that one crossbar left pipe and then out Dude, it, it was such a filthy Which move. Which game was that? Uh, Munition's second game. Who? It was a Munition's second game. Oh, yeah, he was, he was the unit. 77, the unit. Dude, yep, he should have just rolled the net way more. He could push dudes. Uh, yeah, Axerbin didn't come out too hot, but in the last 10 minutes of the game, they ended up putting up four goals to make it 6-11. Six to, one, six I'll, to 11. I'll, be, I'll be ready to watch them tomorrow because they... They just came out so slow. I mean, airplane legs, bus legs, who knows what it was. Too many wings on a Wednesday night? They rode their horses in. On Friday. On, well, today's Friday. That's the point. They rode their horses in on Friday. Hey, so. It's Friday. If a cowboy comes into town on a Friday, yeah. stays two days, leaves on, a, did I fuck this up? You yeah. know what? We'll save it for later. You fucked it up. Yep. You f- now you fucked up. Now you have fucked up. Oh, we totally forgot to mention this fire. The flamethrowers we saw on our ride. You know what? Let's not get into that. You didn't go over the Canard Stampede. 
Yeah, we're over the Canard Stampede. I told. Well, no, we'll go with Canards. We can keep going. I told you the Canards came out flying. Oh, number number two is an absolute. <laughs> it was not a pun, but number two on the Canards is a bully. Dude, that dude catches on the left side, pulls him under, and just puts his head down and says "fuck you" to whoever's in front of him. I'm glad you know what players are what because they didn't give me a roster, so every player to me was number one. Every score sheet. Every player to me was a duck. And I want to get the shotgun. Play the game. Duck hunting. Yeah, duck hunter. Okay. Do the, the Weekings play the Canards at all? Uh, no. Different. Uh, whoever different plays groups. the Canards, every time they score their goal horn should just be the game over sound for duck hunting. Okay. What? You're, it's a good one, but... Okay, you know what? Yeah, my brain's trying to click. Only have an hour of sleep since five. Game four, Minneapolis, Charlotte. Minneapolis, Cheat Kings! And oh boy, did our friends come off the play. call them the Cheat Kings even though we're cheering for them in this tournament? Yeah, well, it was just kind of nice to try to see them fight someone other than me for once. Yeah, it is kind of nice to watch them pick on somebody their own size. I'm bigger than all of them. You know what I mean, as far as... <laughs> Skills. Yeah. Skills and uh, wins and goals. Yeah, now I know what you mean. But yeah, so Minneapolis ended up beating Charlotte really... The game, the score is a lot closer than what was played, but the final was 10-3 to in favor of Minneapolis. That's the highest... That's the biggest spread that throughout the day. That is the biggest margin, but holy shit, well, Charlotte did not show we, up. We forget, Charlotte did not show up. Well, we also forgot to mention that it was 12-minute running time. Yeah. So scores are low because it was running time the entire time. Yep. And uh, Charlotte had a player get ejected in the last twenty seconds of the game. Who was he trying to? Oh no, he wasn't even trying to fight anyone. He was. He, he got pissed off, bench. and he turned around, and instead of getting off, he started walking back at the Wheat Kings bench. Yeah. Dude, the Wheat Kings just came out, and they just they just suffocated them. But the best player on the Wheat Kings isn't a a Wheat King in the regular season, and B. I don't have a B, but holy fuck, he's good. The goalie? The goalie. Uh, I gotta. I'm gonna butcher his name, but Goa, Go, Goa Abrams. Go off, dude. The starting goalie for the New York Riptide. And oh my god, last podcast you looked up his height. He was what six four two sixty. Dude is six four two something or other. This man is a unit. I love him, and he is so like for Team USA, like. I'm not a, I'm not a goalie guy, but ever goalie today, he looked the most fundamentally sound. Well, he's a pro, so I would hope so. But holy shit, he well, is it main goalie a pro too? Uh, Evans? No, no, he just he plays for Team USA or played. No, oh, he still does. He's flopping on like a crappie. Mm-hmm. When we get to main, but uh, who came? Pretty much everyone on offense came out to play for the Wheat King today. Uh, did, I don't think Minko got on the score sheet at all, which is weird for him. He didn't play a lot, actually, in general. I didn't see him a lot that much. I guess no most used... of their guys they picked up were righties. Well, as far as offense. What do you mean? They were lefties. 33, lefty, 2, lefty. Chapman was a lefty. Number 2? Number 33, yeah. And then Jimerson was a lefty? Jimerson was a lefty. Jimerson plays exactly like our boy Aspen, though. Dude, Aspen. They, lone tree. they cradle the exact same. They turn into guys the same way. They, they crash to the net the same, same way. way. They drop it to one hand sometimes the same way. The only difference is, is their handedness, and then Jimerson has a little bit of height and a little bit of weight on him. Well, I literally thought we were watching Aspen out there, and I was like, I want to play. I thought it was Aspen for a solid minute. I wanted to play so badly when I saw him out there. I was like, that's our friend. No, it's not. Aspen doesn't like us. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? He calls me his homie. Oh, okay. Exactly. He DMs me on Instagram. We wear the same color tights. You guys are friends now? Yeah. He asked me, are you wearing the white tights? And I said, hell yeah, I am if you are. So we have Fruity Loops. Hey, we oh, were... speaking of Fruit Loops, what were you talking about with Toucan Sam today? With Pittsburgh? Oh, on Tinder? You really want to bring up Tinder right now? Uh, If that's what came from, no. I just thought you brought up Toucan. No, I said, I was asking what are some things to do in Pittsburgh. Like, it's the most basic thing to do, you know, go take a picture by the bridge and stuff. And then she was like, oh, yeah, that's like the basic thing to do. If you're in Pittsburgh, you have to take a picture with the bridge. Or you can go to the point and take a picture with the fountain. I was like, ooh, what is it, 
some fancy resort? There's a fountain? Am I going to get to see a Fruit Loops bird? Never got a reply. Well, so am I. So, Charlotte Reapers, Minneapolis Weekings. Uh, goalie was great. Guy got ejected. Midbow didn't get on the score sheet. Merrick got rocked. Anything else? No, it's a good day. Good. Good day. Minneapolis going undefeated. I pray that didn't just jinx them. We'll find out later. It's okay. The way I edit, I can't get Spotify or Apple to work yet. This will be out in, like, November. Fuck. It won't be, but <laughs> at this rate, <laughs> we're still going to get the first episode out. But. Game five. The game I hated the most. Mooncrest Munitions versus San Diego Whalers. And the play was really decent. San Diego Whalers came out slow, but they came back. Again. That's but kind of... what, the reason I hated this game... Oh, the yeah. uniforms. Dude. They were both wearing all black. The only way you could tell who was who was the Whalers have this light blue slash teal on their shoulders. Yeah, it's not like even like a San Jose shark blue. It's like... It's like a SeaWorld blue. SeaWorld blue? I don't like SeaWorld, so let's not say that's... Bro, speaking of SeaWorld, when me and Dakota were down in Florida back in, like, May... Did you go release the orcas? No, but we... I want it. It was midnight, and we were visiting his uncle at his job. His uncle's, like, our age, so it's, like, kind of cool. Um, that sounds fucking weird. Um, but no, it's in Orlando, so we're, like, driving past SeaWorld at midnight, and there's just this fucking watchtower. Like, like a prison? Yeah, it's like a prison. I'm making sure no one comes in to save the orcas. Well, because Nicole was telling me about that as we were driving past, the one dude broke in. And got eaten by a fucking killer whale. I want to say Free Willy. No, I'm not around Free Willy. But dude, I mean, that's like Harambe. SeaWorld at night is the scariest thing on the planet, and... Like Jurassic Park? No, it's worse, because it's water. (laughs) I hate water. True, you don't know what's down there. Especially when it's dark out. You're just like, I know something's in there, but I don't know where, and if I jump in... I'm gonna get eaten. Yeah, it's gonna eat me... A lot. We should make a team and call them the, the Killer Whales. Uh, the San Diego Whalers, stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, continue. Okay, don't crash me The, the Whalers were kind of weak on the right side, though, I thought. Today. They definitely played like they were in California. Yeah, that was definitely the least physical game today, too. There was not a lot going on in that game. No, I mean, they were chirping back and forth. Really? I don't think there's a lot of chirping yeah, in that game. Kind of, more that so game was kind of quiet. It was, I mean, it was a 5-4 finish. Are we at my favorite game yet? Yes, AJ, we're at your favorite game. Maine Northman, Philadelphia Funk. I'll let you talk this one. These are the two teams that I just absolutely despise, and I hope they hear it. Philadelphia, just because they're from Philadelphia. Their coach seems like a pretty chill guy. I love their coach. But, oh my god, Maine. The Maine Northmen. Take a Xanax, motherfuckers. Chill out a little bit. I also forgot that as a scorekeeper, you're not supposed to chirp the other team, and one guy wanted to rip my head off. Yep, he like, did. It was like the one time we... Actually, most of the teams today, none of them, like, they kind of understood this is a really old clock. Like, it's a piece of shit. We're working with it. We're doing our best. Like, everything's working. Did we flub up on the... Like, a penalty wasn't off, like, five seconds? No, so, I, it was run time, time was running, and I entered the time for the penalty, and it automatically has to run, because the scoreboard machine was built in the 1950s, and you can't let the time run, and then wait for the whistle to start the fucking penalty. To put the penalty in, so it starts at the same time it runs. So, the penalty started, and then the ref blew the whistle, but there was, like, legit three or four seconds of downtime where the penalty was going, and so was the clock. And they are like, no, you gotta do stop time for us. And I'm like, what the fuck? We haven't done stop time the other 18 games not, not a single team has had stop time. And then I talked to the refs after, and he was like, no, you did the right thing. It's run time. Just let it go. Do your best you can with the shot well, clock. So what happened was their absolute, uh, I want to say, uh, I don't know how to say it. You ever seen the movie In-N-Out? No, not in and out Burger. Yeah, no, not in and out uh, Inside Out. Yes. The little people in your head? Yes. You ever seen the one with the volcano? Yes. Yeah, number 87 remains a volcano. That dude 
was trying to kill everyone. Well, Maid was trying to kill everyone in general. They were the chippiest, cockiest, arrogant team I've seen today. Oh, and I am. There were so many potentials for a fight. Going fully in. Dude, if you they fight s- once, you get ejected for the tournament. The ref literally tells him, he goes, you're a, you're fucking gone. And I'm like, whoa, he swore. A ref swore. That's kind of badass. He literally said, you're gone. He goes, I don't care. We're just going to send you. You can find out the ramifications later. So where we were going with this was, as a scorekeeper, you're not supposed to chirp. But as a player, my fight or flight instincts kicked in. And it was not my flight. It was my fight. They're number one. He probably is their biggest fighter on their team back in Maine. He, uh, some guy on their bench chirped at us. He was like, hey, clock, do better. Do better, guys. Do better. And I think they were down like five to one at this point. And I looked him down in the eyes and go, hey, how about you play better? Yeah, and then Brandon, the league commissioner, knocked on the glass and told you to shut the hell up. <laughs> and whoever it was, 87 was in the box. He was like, hey, fuck you, dude. Fuck off. Like, fuck off. What do you think you're saying to me? And I'm like, hit me. It's assault. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I'm not a player. I'm not supposed to chirp back. But they lost. Their first loss. Yeah, that was their first loss in their team's history. So they, well, I first. think Philly got in their head. I didn't think they expected Philly to hit back like that. I didn't expect Philly to come out like that. After Dude, that was the fastest-paced game today and the hardest-hitting game. Philly was driving the net, too. They took out uh, the Maine's goalie, Evans, at one time. Oh. laid down. Almost like he died. And then Joe Evans popped up, ripped off his helmet, and started charging their bench. I thought he was going to full-on Happy Gilmore someone. If he had escaped, he was going to try to take it off and stab somebody with it. I I wanted to see that happen so fucking bad. Or he was going to tell him the price is wrong, bitch, and just start punching their entire bench. I was like, am I going to see a goalie fight? Are we going to kick out a goalie right now? That would have been great. Maine would have lost every game the rest of the Dude, I can't wait to see what Maine looks like tomorrow now. They were pissed off today. They lost. They're going to be pissed off tomorrow. Dude, I am I'm stressed for tomorrow because, like, I hate the weekends, but I want them to win Natty so bad. Yeah. They're like, it's like you hate to play them, but when it's everyone else, you're like, you know, they're up in our region. They beat us. They should beat everyone else. So, you know, we lost to the best team. Even if we probably would have lost to them. Well, we probably could have handled Stampede decently, but we probably would have lost in overtime to Lumberjacks. I think we could play with the Whalers, too. We could definitely go against the Whalers. See, we play exactly like the Canards, except they're extremely fast-paced, so I doubt we could keep up with them. Yeah, no, the Canards play our game, but like, They play well. our game better than we play our game. No, they play it well. We just kind of play. Dude, we don't even play. We play field. Well, you just get concussions. You don't like that. I get concussions. I just get stitches in the face. Yeah. Okay, last game of the night, Grand Rapids. The, well, okay, Maine and – I got one more thing about Maine. Maine is the only team that's named each other cheer for a Philadelphia team. Yeah. I, I never met them. So, I honestly want Maine to come show my hoop tomorrow and show me that they're a bunch of grinders and actually play without, like, complaining to the clock guys. Yeah, so. what are we supposed to do? I know. Bro, I don't run clock. Ooh. I'm not even getting paid. I don't think I'm getting paid. Uh, okay, last game of the night. Grand Rapids Grizzlies beat the Louisville Canards 6-5 to five in what was a really close game. It was, down to the wire, which kind of surprised me. The Grizzlies came out to play way better in this game than they did in the first yeah, game. The Grizzlies were down, I think, in the, at the start of the third, 5-2. to two. And then they tied it up with like a minute left, and then they got that Can, last goal. Canards got into penalty trouble again. Then, again, they had two guys in the box, and that's when the yeah, Grizzlies started to come back. Is this where they had that five-minute uh, game misconduct? It wasn't a or game misconduct, but the five-minute major, yeah. So they had a five-minute major, and then it was at that. Yeah, no, it was them. No, it wasn't the Canards. It was a black team. Which black team? Oh, exactly. Which They're black. all, all their jerseys are black. Like, get a road uniform, guys, please. Or at least flip your jerseys inside. Oh, we can still tell what number it is because they're sub-dived. Oh, uh, but that, I think that was the munitions, and that's where the Whalers came back. Who knows? I'm going to take notes tomorrow. I'm doing it. All I know, Louisville Canards, bunch of hotheads, can't play under pressure. Congrats, Grand Rapids, you're number one in the Mountain West. 
it was a good win, but it was a good game down to the end, too. Okay, so Louisville... I didn't want it to end, but I was starving, so it's happy it ended. Dude, I am so glad we got food. Oh, a little Arby's beef and cheddar. Arby's beef and cheddar never fails. No free ads. No free ads. I should call her, though, after eating that. I mean, this seems like a good place to end the podcast. <laughs> we got a half hour in, so if we do this and some stuff tomorrow... And that is the end of day two of the IBLA National Tournament. And oh, buddy, did we have lacrosse from the day we woke up to right now when we are about to go to bed. I am so fucking tired. Dude, we are running on so minimal sleep. But I got a nice jolt of awakeness when we got to drive through Pittsburgh finally. I, I spilled s- my coffee all over my laptop. That did happen today. Oh, dude. We were running. We were gunning. You got pizza, so that was cool. Oh, I did get pizza. I also got a nice tour of the city. I got to see PPG Paints Arena. I got to just be fully torqued because I got to see the arena and all their cup banners. I met a nice friend who took me on a tour that overlooked the entire city and everything. And PPG. But I, I love actually driving into Pittsburgh, especially if you take one of those tunnel ways through and then you just pop out in the middle of the night. All you see is the lights in the city. And then you hit Grant Street. I feel like it's kind of like being birthed, because when you hit Grand Street, you start to just go whoop, 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 whoop. It's not like bumpy. It's just like wavy, you know? When we were going down it, I just felt like I had to call my ex. Well, okay. <laughs> so that happened, but it's a beautiful city with Heinz Field all lit up at night, everything. PPG's kind of hidden in the middle of the city, but... Yeah, it's almost like the X. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, the X now, that they're building yeah. that big-ass apartment building, or whatever it is. I don't even know. Is it an apartment? Uh, it's not a parking garage, I can tell you that. Well, because they already have that one parking garage, yeah, I which I thought was going to cut off. But now when you try to drive down the uh, highway past the city, you used to be able to just see X and all the windows and stuff, and it was sick. And now all you see is, well, whatever fucking building they're putting up. Oh, well. Well, day two is in the books. My finger is raw for reasons you wouldn't expect. It's because I have to fucking mash that reset button. Because I finally learned in the refs... That the resets are different than what we have in Minnesota. Yeah, it's a it's a good time playing in Minnesota. Yeah, we just reset it every time it hits the goalie. I didn't know it was supposed to be reset after they get possession after they hit the goalie. So this is where my little mix-up all weekend slash day has been so far through day two. I thought you just reset it right away, and if the other team picks it up and it changes possession, you reset, give them a full 30. If, say, the Wheat Kings shot it on the Hyenas, and then the Wheat Kings got it, they just have, like, 25 seconds, how long it took them to pick up. I didn't know it was still another reset. So. Welcome to Real Box Lacrosse, buddy. Yeah, dude. What a what an intro hoot. it's been. Yeah, what a hoot. It's been a hoot and a holler. Should we hop into the first game of the day? Uh, yeah, I suppose. This game is my nightmare. Um, Yeah, I don't have much to say on it. Well, it was the Albi Hyenas versus the Maine Northmen. And it wasn't like I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be an absolute slugfest from start to finish. I thought Maine was going to come out chirping and flying. I don't know if... Yeah, these were two of the more physical teams of the weekend. I just don't know if it was too early for them or if they both kind of... Oh, when did it start? Like 8 a.m.? Yeah, it was early. But either they were tired or they just want to be like, hey, we're going to ball out and play some actual lacrosse. Because it was a damn good game. But it's in my nightmare because Maine just decided to go shove up my hoop and be a real team and not a bunch of little assholes, or big assholes, because they're actually a big team. So, uh, who's 93 on the Hyenas, buddy? Yeah, this is why it's really my nightmare. I can't, this name just will not leave me alone. Number 93 of the Hyenas. Hyenas? Hyenas? The Hyenas? <laughs> Laugh Pack <laughs> on the Hyenas. No other than Ty Thompson. The, the, the real Ty Thompson the, or the white Ty Thompson? No, the real Ty Thompson. Not the one from Hartford with the flow. Number 93 from Albany. The real Ty Thompson, who actually, I think, plays like me, but just way better, way smoother, but we take similar shots. Emphasis on the way better, buddy. Big emphasis on the way better and way smoother with his stick. (laughs) But dude, the name Ty Thompson will just not leave me alone. But number 44 on main can actually ball out too. I think his name was Justin Tato. I can't remember because Kyle said that their roster is kind of messed up. So we learned that they're missing a bunch of guys, actually. But number 44 this weekend, he has some of the silkiest hands in the world. Not going to lie, I did not pay attention to a number 44. Dude, he's on main. He's he's shifty, too. But he's hands. He's up, down, throwing fakes, doing whatever he can. And he balled out. I think he had 
four goals in this game to help them pass the Hyenas. Yeah, four goals in a 9-8 game, running time, big help, I'll tell you that much. But there's someone later who balled out even more. Who could that be? Do we want to say his name now? No, we save his name. We save him. He is a legend. We're gonna have. We're just gonna give you guys some blue balls until you gotta figure out who this man is. I have blue balls right now, just thinking about it. Dude, I can't wait. But the second game of the day uh, was the Axerman Stampede, who for whatever reason I still want to call the Omaha Stampede, and then the San Diego Whalers. Which was probably the most surprising game of the day. And it was the only shutout of the weekend. So I don't know if Axerbin needs like a tub of smelling salts or what. Because they have come out slow in these first two games. Well, their goalie was standing on his fucking head. But I didn't expect this game at all because the Whalers didn't look so hot in night one. No, and especially the way this game started. Because... Uh, they, I wasn't even noticing. You're the one who told me Axerman won the faceoff and they immediately dove directly into the crease. Yeah, and they, they waved off that back. goal. Yeah, that was in like the first six seconds of the game. So I actually thought, I told you, I was like, oh, Axman come to play today, they look awake. Nope, dead asleep. I was really pulling for him, like, all tournament long. Dude, same thing. It was 7-0 at the end of the first. And I was like, I thought that game was going to be much worse. Holy I was like, shit, I'm yawning. You are yawning. But I was like, holy shit, dude. It's only the first. Like, do we have, do we have a mercy roll? Do we have, no, we're in running time. We can't do running time because we're already there. That game just couldn't end quicker. A mercy rule would have been interesting, but then you have to account for like all the teams coming in earlier and shit like that. Yeah. Just for that one game is the only time we would have had a mercy rule, though. Uh, and it was yeah, I guess it was so. surprising. I mean, Ashman just couldn't get anything rolling on offense. It's not like they're bad defense. Like They just literally couldn't hit the net or do anything on offense to save their lives. It wasn't like a huge penalty game either. No, I mean, uh, what's-his-face? I mean, Tanner had a good amount of shots on net. Um, their NFL guy, blanking on his name right now, too. He, Tim Semish? Yeah, Tim Semish. I didn't know he played for Team Israel. Neither did I. That was interesting. Is that why he fought, Is that why we got the follow on Instagram from them? I No, that was before even going to Nationals. No, we woke up day two, and I was like, dude, Israel followed me. Oh, mine was like the week beforehand. Oh. Um, Lucky. No, goalie was on their head. They had... a. A good amount of shots. I uh, can't remember his number even. Uh, bigger guy. Looked like a younger kid. Axerman or Whalers? Axerman. He had a good amount of shots too. Pretty physical player. Mm, he was a righty though. He wasn't on Tanner's side. That's all I know. Yeah. 22, I want to say? No, that's Tanner. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't Ty Thompson this time. Uh, from the Whalers side, uh, who, what, number 95? Didn't they don't have a roster handy, so I didn't have any names. But number ninety five on the Whalers went off. The Canards and the Whalers never gave us their rosters. Or the the Hainas were missing guys. I think Northern were missing some. Uh, but we we started to learn some people's names today throughout the day, just hearing it back and forth, the players chirping and whatnot. Yeah, Maine had a decent roster. The Canards gave me their roster like right before this their first game, and I didn't have time to put any of it in. Oh yeah, we had it in a piece of paper. That's right. Yeah, the one that I spilled coffee on. Yeah. Because you were trying to throw a ball to Rick. I love Rick, but fuck. <laughs> so do Rick I. Rick owes me a coffee. But what was, what was the end of this game? 11-0? Yeah. First period, it was 7-0. It was surprising. I mean, maybe that goal that was disallowed throughout Axman for a loop. I'm making an excuse for them now. I don't know. I mean, they battled it the rest of the day, but this one was just like a what the hell. Yeah, if any game of this weekend was going to be a shutout, I... Uh... Was not picking this one. I thought this would be one of the closest games. Yeah. I thought they were going to be very evenly matched coming into this one. And it was the biggest spread of the whole weekend. I mean, if I had to pick a team to get shut out, it probably would have been Axerman, but not by the fucking Whalers. Well, the other team I would have picked to get shut out would have been the Whalers. Yeah, this is true. They're a very Californian-style play in box. So, it, I work for them. I guess you can't say anything wrong. Uh, Next game. Ah. Uh... This is where our friend comes in. Well, he doesn't come in yet because we didn't... We no, think this was a quiet game. We think he had the suspension, though. He might have. Let We're not for sure. Check the score. All we know is that he was not the man yet. He was not the man. He was not the man. So we have to keep saving him? We have to keep saving him. We have to keep saving him. We're gonna. We're just going to let it out when he let it out. 
But this was a quiet game. Philadelphia Funk versus Charlotte Reapers. Uh, Philadelphia narrowly squeaked this one out. 7-5. Took, took the win 7-5. Dude, the morning games are quiet. I don't think many teams are awake. Like, the, they weren't super physical. I don't know if people were trying to conserve energy because it's a long fucking day. Mm-hmm. You're playing three to two games. I mean, Tony is still yawning throughout the day. It's he also horrendous. was doing about seven jobs today. Dude. I love lacrosse, but fuck doing all of these jobs. Dude, I'm a fan first. <laughs> not a worker. Next year, if I'm not playing, which I highly doubt I'll be playing, I am uh, watching. I am going to be spectating if we don't make it. Unless Rick is there, then I'm happy to work. Just become a head referee and work with Rick. That eh, seems like a lot of work. Well, yeah, then you get yelled at even more. <laughs> no shit. But end of the funk game, I mean, Bill O'Brien hasn't taken anyone's head off yet, so who we found out is on the funk. I knew he was on the funk. I, he's just, he doesn't do shit, so it was hard to notice him. I don't know if it's the tournament, because I've seen his Instagram, and he puts people on the turf for a living. Well, I mean, the floor, the court, whatever it is. Sport court! I fucking hate sport court. I fucking hate sport court. But, I mean, his Instagram is literally him running around with a GoPro and just murdering people. Still has yet to do that this tournament. Well, I guess that's what it comes down to. I mean... At least one plus of this game is that the uniform matchup wasn't fucking black versus black. It wasn't great, but it wasn't black versus black. Could you imagine if Philadelphia was like, hey, we should wear black uniforms when we play the Charlotte Reapers? Oh, I'd kill myself. I mean, Charlotte, at least you have one uniform set and it looks okay, but... The, the, red is, had... the red's kind of dark on them, though. You can't really read it that well. I, well. Yeah, it bleeds, but... Is that the they point? Can't... Is it supposed to bleed? I don't fucking know. Well, isn't it like a Reaper of Death? It's supposed to be like a Carolina Reaper pepper. Oh. Are you dumb? Yes, Ty Thompson. Okay, well. I, I, I'm not well putting two and two together. I think I, I should make a new logo for the funk. Just a cohesive one because the Ben Franklin wig isn't doing it for me on their beige uniforms. Beige? Beige, tan, off-white, cream, wheat, whatever you want to call it. Green? White. It bleeds a little bit of green. It, it didn't come out beige. I don't think that's their fault, but the uniforms are not. I'm going to call it dusty. Yeah, it's like it's like a musty. Musty? No, that's a smell? <laughs> I yeah. hate smelling salts. I'm so fucking tired. Here, I got some. <laughs> you actually pass yeah. those across. <laughs> well, Tony gets hyped up in smelly salts. Uh, the next game of the day was Mooncrest Munitions. <laughs> Holy shit! No free ads, but he just took a whip of the atomic rhino. I hate my life. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, you just did what Axman should have did. Because oh, they probably could have used it for this next game again, too. They played the Mooncrest Munitions, and it was 11-1. to 10-1. Yeah, this wasn't a great game. No. I mean, I, Munitions are a solid team. They don't have a lot of structure. They don't but, have a lot of structure, but, but they've they, got a few decent players. And they don't have, like, a star, but they just... Yeah, they do. They've got a um, Sundown number six. Oh, yeah, Sundown played 44. well, but you don't, like, notice him every time he's out there. Yeah, he's still a solid player, but other than that... It wasn't a very memorable game. I mean, granted, we watched a lot of lacrosse, and they're all kind of muddled, but... I think once the score just started to run away from Axerben, we just started looking ahead to the next game. Kind of fell asleep. Yeah, I think we were ready to watch Minneapolis play the first game of the day. Yeah, I'd say so. Even though... Uh, they got their first loss in this game, and it wasn't pretty. It was... Uh, hyenas killed the Wheat King 6-3. Yeah, Goa... Goa... Uh, Goa go off. Goa go off. Goa off, Goa. Goa off went off this whole... <laughs> Goa go off? <laughs> I'm just... It's a fucking tongue twister. I just fucked myself up with it. I thought I was tired. Holy shit. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Ty Thompson, that name... If you haven't heard it before. I think they've heard it way too many times at this point, AJ. I'm sorry. But uh, him and the Hyena, 72, he's really shifty. He pretty much runs that offense, too. He throws a lot of behind the backs of the man up. But I think they just took it to the Weekings because they just moved way faster than Minneapolis did. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, who was the one guy you became buddies with on the Hyena's bench? Uh, Kyan. Kyan. Kyan, like the pepper. Because every time we get in the box, like, hey, because we had a relay... Uh, every time some, a goal or a penalty or an assist happened, well, we weren't really keeping track of assists. No. But we had to relay to a guy who was almost like sitting below the boards, doing all the music and all the announcing to let him know what actually happened. And he was like, hey, hey, make sure you get my name right. He was talking about like, make sure they get my name right. It's Kyan, like the pepper. 
And his last name was Gotti, but I really want to call him Kai and Daddy. It was Gaddy, like Daddy oh, with a G. Gaddy. <laughs> and the other reason I liked him was because he was doing all this. He was really charismatic. Is that the word I want to look for? I'd say charismatic. Very charismatic. And he goes, yo, bro, bro, you, you've been lifting weights, haven't you? I was like, ooh, thank Someone you. finally noticed. I was like, he noticed. He's like, yeah, you like picking heavy shit up, putting heavy shit down, don't you? He's like, why aren't you playing? I was like, I play in Minnesota. Makes or, a little bit too much sense. Where we have field refs and Corbin Tau never gets penalties. Corbin Tau had Corbin penalties. Tau had penalties. They're kind of behind the play, so I don't really actually get to see him that many times, but... It's whatever. I mean, the Weekings just didn't get their offense going yet. I mean, I thought they were going to come out flying in their offense, but maybe Modsley flying in today? Modsley did fly in today, which was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't yesterday. I definitely thought he's a big piece of their offense when they're playing in Minnesota. And, and I thought certainly him proved it. coming in today for this game, he was going to add at least more points than, than three for their whole team for the day. So, I don't know. Wheat Kings came out slow in their first game. It was a little bit shocking, but I think Hyenas were just warmed up in their first game against Maine and were just moving quicker than they were because they moved the ball. They moved their feet way quicker than Minneapolis did in the first game. They certainly did. Uh, next game, next game, next game. Uh, Canards versus Munitions. Uh, the Canards beat the Munitions 6-5, to five, but it, it was back and forth, but a very boring game, I would say. Yeah, I feel like we've been saying boring games for a lot of these, and slow. Well, because a lot of, like, there were some that were super exciting I think, to watch. I, but these... I think just, like, the exciting games were so exciting, they make the other games just kind of, like, feel less. Does yeah. that even make sense? I mean, I guess the only thing I can really take away from this game is, A, the Canards love to fucking yell at me because I'm doing seven jobs at once. Wait, they do? I thought the Canards are one of the quieter teams. Uh, Towards the end, they got pretty chippy with the bench, like at us, me specifically. Maybe that's because they're sitting on your side and they're yelling at you, even though we're pretty much next to each other so we can hold hands, but yeah. I, I couldn't hear them all that much. Maybe because I'm just distracted by the refs twiddling their fingers in the air all the time. So I have to keep an eye on that, but um, other than that, the Canards kind of play a style similar to what the Jacks try to do, but they execute it much better because they're like a much faster team than we are. Yes, they play kind of open, almost. We're just, we play open because we're field. Yeah, we gotta fucking change that. We gotta change that. But the Canards play open, but they move the ball way quicker, so they can actually do it right. And then number two is a bully. Yeah, the Canards and Ienas are both super good passing teams. This yes, this is true. And then, are we going to end that game? I don't really know what else we're going to say about it. Yeah, let's end that game because we have a really good game, this one. Oh, buddy. This is the time. We have the Charlotte Reapers versus the Maine Northmen and that man, Jeff Conco. Okay, AJ. Should we go back to Jeff Conco's first game first? Jeff Conco's first game, night one versus Minneapolis. Remember that guy we were talking about earlier in this episode? Number 89, didn't really know who he was yet, but he challenged the entire Wheat Kings bench and got ejected. Well, it turns out, this guy. He's our hero. Oh, that man, Jeff Conco. That man, Jeff Conco, is the epitome of a living legend. He's like a walking meme. Let's just let's just go through his outfit real quick. I this love man, this man's outfit. If you heard earlier, he had the rec specs on. He, he has a, a tie-dye shirt that a, hangs out from his jersey, and the jersey's already baggy as fuck. Yes, and he's got the tie-dye shooter hanging out. He's got black Asics on that look like black Air Force Ones. With white tube socks white coming up. Nike tube socks pulled up. And oh my god, though, he's did like he ball out. He's like a Mecca Jules. Yes, and he balls dude i don't know where he came from this man hung five on the northman in his return game he is the one who put maine out of the tournament he single-handedly killed the northman the reigning champs the 16 and 0 northman oh more like out of the tournament because that man jeff conco you know what i just realized the best part about this whole game he eliminated maine no the score six to nine nice the meme grows. <laughs> so had Jeff Conco been playing by himself, he would have only lost by one. And he did it in surprising fashion, too. They were losing most of this game and then until he, he near the end of the second. Near the end of the second, in about a minute 30, this man goes off and hangs a natural hat trick off on the main. I remember really in the score, I was like, 
Uh, that was by number 89, Jeff Conko. K-O-N-K-O. Face Off Goes Off, of course, again, I'm like, that was by number 89, Jeff Conko. Set back up. Remember, it's running time, so this minute and a half is more like 10 seconds of actual play. <laughs> they go again, and he scores, I'm like, because Mike, like, that was again by number 89, Jeff Conko, the natural hat trick. And I think that either tied it up for him or put him up by one going to the third. And then he racked two more on their heads, and I'm like, this man, yes, Jeff Conko. He we, just grips it, and he rips it. We have to get a jersey of his somehow. Dude. I'm going to email Charlotte tonight. I love him, because he just takes it, and he looked people off in this game. He's like, no, I'm the one who's hot right now. Watch me rip this thing through the back of the net. I had to miss one game, so this is what you fuckers are going to get. <laughs> yeah, if you would have played earlier... In that Philadelphia game, they probably would have been playing into tomorrow. Yeah. Because they lost 7-5. to five. If you have Jeff Conkle throwing up hat-tricks, that's an easy 8-5, eight, 8-7 eight, win for them. I mean, if Jeff Conkle plays in that first game, if he's the man in that first game. He's got to be the man. They play the next day. And then, who knows, maybe he leads them to the finals because he is that man. Jeff Conko. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I hate Charlotte Reapers, but I love Jeff Conko. I mean, he better be their captain next year. Uh, Next game was Grand Rapids and Axerbin. This is the game you were gone. Yeah, I had to run a dick to grab another man's balls. We went through a lot of fucking balls. Which is surprising, because it's Fox. Like, I get the ball and bounces around there was around, around everywhere. Yeah. Do you think the Wheat Kings were just stocking up on balls that went out of bounds? Eh, potentially. Also, did you notice a lot of the balls came back super chewed up, like a dog got a hold of them? Yeah, that was fucked up. Did the sport court tear him up that bad? I think it must have been the sport court, or, I don't know, Jeff Conko just shoots the ball that hard. No, I think Jeff Conko likes to chew on him. <laughs> He's on the bench just munching on him. That man eats rubber. I love Jeff Conko. Uh, but, yeah, I it's got to be the sport court. But, yeah, I missed a lot of this game. Yeah, it was super boring, kind of back and forth. Uh, the Grizzlies ended up beating the Stampedes 6-5. to five. How many games did the Grizzlies have to win by, like, one or two goals this weekend, though? I think it was every single one of their games. There there had to have been. They had a bunch uh, of close games. No, when they played the Munitions, they lost 7-3 to three night one. Oh, so they lost one game big. But, I mean... I came back at the end of this game, though, and I got to watch Tim throw in... It was either one or two crease dives near the end of the game. He just kind of had on the half wall, and he just, like, something blipped in his mind. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to the rack. And he just went right through, just tall-manned it right into the back of the cage. Well, I'm glad you remembered something from this game, even though you were there for, like... Yeah, even though I was going to dicks to get another man balls. It's whatever. Should I say that joke one more time so it hits in threes? You might as well get the natural hat trick on it. <laughs> Be the Jeff Conko of the ball jokes. Except he put up five. Yeah, it was a natural hat trick, though. And then we get back to the Minnesota boys. Oh, sorry. The Minnesota Wheat Kings? The Minneapolis Wheat Kings. Sorry, I'm not the announcer. I should learn how to actually say their name correct. Mm. He kept calling them the Minnesota Wheat Kings. It's like, do you not see the PP in their name? <laughs> do you not see the PP, buddy? Uh, I can't find my PP. <laughs> And he kept saying Corbin Tile, even after we would go, it's Corbin Tile. Is it A-O or O-A? I don't know, but do our accents make it sound like Corbin Tile when I say Corbin Tile? I don't think you have as bad of an accent as I do, though. Well, that's the Norwegian in you. But this was a goalie battle. When you say go off, go off, he went off in this game, and so did the Philadelphia goalie. I think both goalies had upwards of 35 to 40 saves this game. It was, both offenses were going, but they weren't getting, like, in tight looks or really, like, diving at the cage and stuff, but they were just shooting the ball a shit ton. Yeah. It was a shooting gallery, and it only ended 5 to 4. In favor of the Wheat Kings. In, yeah, and it was it was a goalie battle. I mean... I, I really hope we get to see these two play again. So do I, because... I want to see one of the goalies just start to, like, let things in so it opens up the scoring more. But these goalies are just so solid. Mm -hmm. Like, they're the two best of the weekend so far, easily. Well, them, well, yeah, them and the Stampede goalie, I would throw up there. But that's just because he's seeing a high volume of shots. Yeah, it's kind of like when you play goalie for Coon Rapids. Yeah, that's always fun, not... <laughs> but goalie battle. I don't know what it is about goal, but why does he look so massive in cage? Because he's a 
big fucking boy? I don't but know. Does he play like a stand-up style or what is it? Because he looks way bigger than every other goalie. I know he's a big boy and he's a unit, but he looks twice the size of everyone. I don't know. I should ask Midbo what he's eating. Can you? Because I want to eat the same stuff too. Watch it just be like Wheaties and guava fruit. Hey, I'm going Wheaties and guava fruit from here on out the rest of my life then because I can be like that. I want to. No one's going to push me around again. Uh, Next game, the Canards and the Whalers. And this just kind of showed that the Whalers... The Whalers mind. play a California style. Yeah, they play a California style. Because the Canards roasted them 12-6. to 6. They took flight in this game. Ha ha ha. Well, no, that's because number 16 just loves to dive at the cage. This dude was doing... I wish they gave me a roster. I'd love to figure out what the fuck his name is. They were doing... He was doing gate-style goals where he's jumping around the back of the cage. He was diving. I don't think he scored a normal goal. I'm pretty sure his feet left the ground every single time he scored. I wouldn't doubt it. And other than that, the Whalers are a very streaky team, I've noticed so far, though. Yeah, they'll put in, like, three or four on you. And then, and then they just kind of... for a while. Or they get a bunch of penalties. Yeah, they they'll, are a very penalty. Put, was it number 22? 22. Is that who it he is? He was a bigger guy. I think he might play for Los Aztecas. Does he? Because he, he doesn't play a lot, but when he goes out there, he pretty much goes right in the box. And then he gets in and he goes, fucking pussies. That was his pussies. favorite word. <laughs> kind of funny. Dude, he's just, he's like the goon of their team. Just walks out. Pretty, I bet if there was fighting, he would have gotten like one a game. Oh, I kind of wish there was fighting, but I also wanted to get the games over with. Well, hey, with running, oh, they probably would have stopped the time every time there was a fight. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, just to work through the penalties and stuff. Or one of the teams would be yelling, stop the fucking clock, bro. And then the other team would be like, start the fucking clock. And like, it's like, it's running time, okay? You want me to do it or you don't want me to do it? Like, chill out. I'm We're so waiting for what Rick says. Liked us. But that's, I feel bad for teams when they're calling a timeout and they're looking right at us like, hey, timeout, timeout, stop the clock. It's like, dude, I'm waiting for the ref to signal it. Like, I can't just stop the clock and then have the ref look at us like, why the fuck did you stop it? Well, they called a timeout. Well, I didn't call it for them. Well, you know, what do you want me to do? It's a hassle being good at your job. Good, bad, I don't know. Depends on who's talking to you. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Wait, so uh, how'd this game go again? Pretty sure number two, 16 on the Canards. Are there two that I've noticed the most this weekend? Uh, 27 and 16. I, I can't get their fucking names because they don't give me a roster. And the Whalers don't have a roster for us either, so we can't tell you who scored yeah, their goals this for this game Yeah, this was the game, game I was writing down everybody's fucking number. And then you spilled coffee on it. It was after this game you spilled it on it, because you were like, God damn it, I wrote down everything on that piece of paper. Yeah, that must have been <laughs> I drink so much coffee. I drink so many bangs. Yeah, you did. Dude, you gotta have one for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And this next game was our only tie of the weekend. W was it the only tie of the weekend? Oh, yeah, it was, because I remember Rick was trying to tell me something about this game yeah. afterwards. I'll tell you about it after, though. After we go through this game real quick, but it was a 4-4 tie. Between the Northmen and the Cheat Kings. It's really weird seeing the Cheat Kings have this low of scoring. It's weird seeing them, like, get stuck, like, not winning handily by, like, 15. I know, because normally they just laugh in our faces and we watch Monty put up, like, 11. It's kind of cool watching him do that, though. Yeah, it kind of sucks. I'm like, I'm playing you... But I play offense, and so do you, so we have to watch it every time. We're like, well, at least I'm not actually getting scored on. I guess you have a point there. But yeah, I mean... It's kind of a dick thing to say, though. Was this guy's <laughs> name Giles or Gillies? I don't know. We would The announcer kept saying it differently every time. I mean, we kept saying it differently every time, but he plays for Halifax. Needless to say... Number um, six on Maine. He uh, was their only scorer of this game. He was trying to carry... Maine into the next day because they needed this win after they lost two. Yeah, after they lost this game, they they're, were they're coming at one and two. Weekings are coming in at one and one. Pretty much, this was a must win for both teams. Yeah, and they tied. They fuck. They fucking tied. It's okay. But it. Then you have to go do the numbers later when we figure out who wins. And then someone's salty. But either way, that's time. Well, Rick was telling me that he actually thinks Maine should have called a timeout, but they don't know how to do that. He, yeah. he related them to the the Russia team from the 19 Olympics, and they were playing against USA, that they should have pulled their goalie and stuff. But they've never been in an instance when they have to pull their goalie. Mm -hmm. Maine's kind of like Wheat Kings when they play us in Minnesota, where it's like, 
I guess the Weekings kind of had this trouble too, where it's like, well, we never have to pull our goalie. It's a tie game. Are we supposed to like call a timeout to pull our goalie late in the game, try to get a man advantage and all that stuff? And neither of the teams did it. So it just kind of ended in a tie. And he was telling me, he's like, one of the teams should have just went for it and pulled the goalie. So I'm like, or oh, you just take the tie, I guess. But yeah, you win some, you lose some, or in this case, you tie some. Yeah. That was it. it physical game, but not chippy. Very solid defense, both teams. I think, was it Evans in that for this one? Because they, they do that tandem in Maine. Yeah, I couldn't tell it, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, neither did I. But, dude, the, his first day, he was active. Like, I've never seen a box goalie that active. But another goalie battle. I mean, are you surprised his goalie battle and Go was in that? Oh, no. I think that's the only time we'll really see a major goalie battle. Well, or between Philadelphia, too. But every time he's in that, good luck scoring. I'm so happy he doesn't play in Minnesota. I think I've said it like a 100 times now. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, this is the game you also found out that Giuseppe is a model. How do you say his name again? Giuseppe Palermo? Not Giuseppe. Giuseppe. <laughs> All I know is every time he would score today, and I was supposed to relay it, I'd go, that was a goal by number 92, and hand the mic right over to Tony, and he'd go, Giuseppe Palermo. Are you sure you said it right there? I don't have a clue. I still don't know what I say, but that man's a model? Yeah, for the Great Lakes. It's like in a apparel company good for him what can't that man do you know who should be a model though midbow midbow he needs to be a mustache model he's a mustache model or what the fuck would a mustache model like beard ornaments i don't know but he should be a mustache model you know what we should do if they make it to the championship game tomorrow we have to dye his mustache gold like bleach it or like put glitter on it put glitter we gotta make it wheat king's gold or brown in this instance for them Sorry, Medbo, but uh, your gold on your uniforms is actually light brown. Wouldn't that be sick, though, if we dyed his mustache gold? How the fuck are we going to do that? Break into his hotel? Just for men? Can we just, just for men it? Do they have gold? Do they? I don't know. How do how do so. we, how do they, those streamers dye their hair pink, purple, and turquoise? That's just, not just for men, I can tell you that Well, much. just do that on his mustache. Okay, fine. We're going to turn it gold, and that's we're going to play. Next game absolutely sucked. Grand Rapids and San Diego. Grand Rapids beat the Whalers 6-4, to four, and I forgot everything else about this game. Wasn't this the game that was filled with penalties? You might be right. I'm pretty sure, because didn't they have two five-minute majors that were actually two minutes, and both the teams were bitching at you because oh, you couldn't take it off the clock? Yeah, fuck those 1950s scoreboard clock things. Yeah, because you thought you heard it was a five-minute major because you thought it was for fighting. Turns out they just gave him two minutes for roughing. And, oh, my God, this game was just physical. And, of course, Grand Rapids had to only try to win by two. In a game, I felt they had the edge in the entire time. I thought they did. But, I mean, the Grizzlies also don't have, like, a star player. Uh, They do. Uh, Their GM, Brian, I'm going to butcher his last name, but LaRoque, LaRoque, number 95. He's a good player and stuff, but like... I I guess he wouldn't be a star. Star, star, yeah. He's no Craig Bunker. He's no Craig Bunker. Well, Craig Bunker's Lumberjacks. What a man. We already know your love for Mr. Craig. (laughs) I love what we're talking about two other teams. We always just forget and go off about some other team. What else can you do? When you have a game like this where you just fill the penalties and no offense... It's not very memorable. The Grizzlies have a solid goalie, though. Do? Uh, yeah, I guess he's pretty good. He's he, not as I good mean, as me. He doesn't... <laughs> okay there, Tony. You don't even play goalie <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but, I mean, late games, he doesn't let up squeakers. They don't. He doesn't allow the other team to come back, and they win by short. So, to me, that's a solid goalie. He makes timely saves. You know, I've never understood that. Timely saves? Yeah, what does timely saves mean? Makes them at good times. Isn't every save a good time? Uh, Think about it, because if you don't save it, it's a goal, and that's a bad time, no matter what. So isn't every save a timely save? I guess. I don't know. I'm not smart. I mean, does it mean like he doesn't let up rebounds, so it's like a timely save, where he just like freezes it and covers it so they get possession, or... I'm going to let you do your own research on that one. I mean, I'm trying to talk my way into it, because I do not... So if anyone knows what a timely save really means, tell me, because it bothers me. They're always like... You hear it everywhere, too. Like, he made a bunch of timely saves. Fuck, aren't they all timely saves? If you don't make a save, you're going to have a bad time. End of story right there. And then we get back to the man, the myth, Jeff the Conco. legend. Okay, thanks for cutting me off there. Jeff Conco. Anyways, Albany Hyenas 
taking on the Charlotte Reapers. No, and this, it's not the Charlotte Reapers. It's Jeff Conco and friends. You know, most people are like a Sidney Crosby podcast, lacrosse podcast. We're a Jeff Conco podcast. We are now the podcast for Jeff Conco. But Hyenas beat the Reapers 10-7, to and which was a must-win game for both teams. Whoever wins this game is going to be able to move on to tomorrow. It was the last game of the day, too. It was came it? Yeah, down it to the wire. I wouldn't say down to the wire. I mean, the Reapers lost. Or the Hyenas won 10-7. to Yeah, but when you have Jeff Conco can put in three goals in two and a half seconds. I guess so. It's down to the wire. He only had a hat trick in this game, but I think a couple dimes. He started moving the ball. Or he had Kobe assists because that man just loves to shoot it, and I am totally okay with it. You are fully torched right now. Dude, how could you not be? He's a running meme. He is a running It's the meme. greatest thing since sliced bread. Did you know that Betty White is older than sliced bread? I actually, this was not, this was a game that was not Jeff Conko's fault. This was the Charlotte Reapers' fault. They put in three different fucking goalies, or two goalies, and or, then the third one had a different helmet. They were playing hot potato, throwing them back and forth, because in the second period, they put in some dude with a Pro 7. Jeff Conko should wear a Pro 7. That would turn me on. Dude, if he plays field, he has to wear a Pro 7. But they just thrown a dude around a, a Pro 7. I'm pretty sure the Hyenas went up like 5-4 goals. I mean, were they trying to give the Hyenas a chance to come back on Jeff Conko? Like, they're trying to make it even. Like, hey, we have this player. You guys don't. We're going to play hop to the goalies, throw them off to give you guys a chance. I don't know. I... But then after the second period, they went back to their first goalie. But I swore he had a different helmet on. He definitely did. It maybe his the helmet first broke? broke, and they had to put the other goalie in to get a new piece. And then he had to get fun. a new helmet. Oh, that would make sense. I am smart. Wow, way to put the numbers there. Transitive property. By the transitive property, I am smart. With the Pythagorean theorem, we figured out that a squared plus b squared equals, equals c squared. The Reapers are out of the tournament. I'm going to cry now. I'm going to cry. We don't get to watch him play tomorrow. I just want to see one more game since we didn't get to watch him play all four. Well, well I guess that's the end of day one, day two. And day day two. two. Dude, the days just feel like they're running together now. We're running on little sleep. If you can hear Tony yawning again right now. Uh, it sounds like a boat. <laughs> Motorboat. No. Well, I, that's, yeah, that's the end of day two, and that'll be the end of this episode. We will hit you with the tournament finale in the next one. But until then, I'm going to miss Pittsburgh. I'm going to miss Jeff Conko. So am I. Can you trade me? Uh, For Jeff Conko? Yes, you're going to give me and a bucket of balls, which are probably worth more than I am, to the Charlotte Reapers for Jeff Conko. But then you'd have to play for Charlotte. Okay, I mean, I'll go adventuring. How close is it to Pittsburgh? Mm. As long as I can get season tickets, that's all I care about. Go home. And have fun, everyone.